Welcome to Jumpstart Business Builders. My name is Deanna and I am your business coach. At Jumpstart Business Builders, we are giving small business owners the tools to grow a six-figure business through basic business development, marketing and sales strategy, and so many more future growth tools. When you have a plan to launch and grow your business, you will generate six figures in revenue and dispel the myth that you are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. This is where the foundations of a new, struggling, or aspiring business owner begins. At Jumpstart Business Builders, your success is our business. Welcome back for episode number 24. I'm Deanna, I'm your business coach, and I'm really excited to talk today about closing the sale. Last week, we talked about the difference between your marketing strategy and your sales strategy how different they are, but how important it is to make sure that the two are very intertwined so that you are reaching your audience, but then converting those buyers or potential buyers into actual revenue for your business. This week, we're going to talk about asking for the sale, like the art of the ask, how to actually close the sale and ask for the dang money. Closing sales for your business is crucial. Like you have to have sales in order to keep your business alive and thriving and well, right? So closing sales requires you to literally ask for money. But why is selling so hard? Because many businesses, actually most businesses are struggling with sales. You may be doing a lot of things right and a lot of things really well for your business, But across the board, the biggest struggle that most businesses have are marketing and sales. Most of the time, even the marketing is probably fine. It's literally that you're just not asking for the money. And a lot of times asking for the money, you probably didn't even realize you were going to have to do that. Maybe when you started your business, you just thought that your products and services were going to sell themselves because they were so amazing, right? My products are so incredible. My services are so amazing that people are just going to flock to buy them. And it never works that way, by the way. It is true that you have an amazing product or service. Of course, your product is the highest quality on the market. Your offer is the best bang for the buck, but none of that matters. You still have to ask for the dang money. You still have to close the sale. There is so many emotions around money. So closing sales, because Closing the sale means you're asking for the money can feel very uncomfortable and awkward and difficult. And so when you're asking for money as it relates to the value of something that you personally created, that gets even more awkward and difficult because now you're saying, I offer this incredible thing and yes, I created it and I want you to pay me for it. And because there's these emotions around money, now you feel awkward because you're saying that I offer this amazing product or service, but... I'm scared to ask you for money for it because these weird negative emotions have risen up in me and now I feel super awkward and I don't want to ask for the money. And then you start making all kinds of horrible business decisions at this point. And that sometimes looks a little bit like, I'm just going to give it to you for free because you're my friend, because you're my family. So I'm going to go ahead and give this to you for free. And I'm going to make it sound like I'm giving you this incredible deal by giving my product or my service away to you for free. When in reality, I'm scared to ask you for the money because I'm actually devaluing what I have created. 
I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was on Facebook. We have, I live here in uh, Casper, Wyoming, just outside of Casper, Wyoming. But in Casper, we have this group like the Casper Marketplace, the Casper Classifieds, and the Business Rants and Raves page. And so these pages, I follow them all the time because there's just lots of business stuff happening on these pages, right? It wasn't too long ago that I saw a guy post this. He says, this year, my wife and I opened up a blank company. I don't want to accidentally reveal who this person is because he totally means well in what he's offering. I want to point this out as a matter of fact statement so that you can understand what I'm saying here as far as these negative emotions rising up and then you starting to make really poor business decisions. So he says, my wife and I started this company this year and in an effort to build relations in our community, we are giving this service away right now for 50% off. And I just cringed. Oh my goodness. Okay, hear me out. Never, 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 not ever should you give your products or services away at a discount or for free in order to build a relationship. There are so many other ways to do that. To be honest, I felt bad for the guy because I thought, you're really just struggling. You probably need to market your service. You need to market yourself, right? You need to go out and do some networking and building connections. Like there's so many other things that you can do to get full price. And instead he's saying, because I need to meet people or because I need to connect and get myself planted in this community, I'm just going to give it away for right now, or I'm going to give it away for really cheap. He's undervaluing his product or service. And he's basically feeling bad about being compensated for his time and his efforts and what he's created and the knowledge that he has. And to be really honest, all of you probably do this too. I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I've done it, right? We've all been here. But here's the thing. Selling does not have to be this complicated. Asking for the sell can be a very genuine and authentic process, not just for you, but for your customer. And that can in turn make the whole sales journey a very peaceful process in your business. To be fair, when a customer comes to you and genuinely wants to pay you for your products or services, they value your time and your efforts. If people only want your product or service for free, I can't afford it. Like, hey, we're friends. Will you cut me a deal? Listen, your good friends actually want you to get paid because it turns out they want to see you be able to pay your bills too and feed yourself. So if anybody should be paying you full price, it is your friends and your family. But that's beside the point. <laughs> it's not really, actually. It's not beside the point. Just because they're friends and family doesn't mean they should get a deal. I don't. Where did that idea come from? Stop doing that. Um, they should be the first ones to pay you because they love you so much and they want to see you succeed. They should be the first ones to pay you, right? Why is asking for the sale so hard? Asking for the sale can be very challenging for many reasons. Humans, people, us, you and me, we naturally avoid situations that will lead to rejection or failure or being judged by somebody else that will lead to disappointment or even just putting ourselves into a position where we're going to have to overcome objections, right? We want to naturally avoid those things. All of these types of limitations paralyze even the most experienced sales professionals. And this is kind of like putting yourself in a sales position. You sell to a very small percentage of the actual people that you talk to. Meaning most of the time you're going to get rejected. You're going to experience what you think is failure. You're going to be judged. 
you're going to feel disappointed. Maybe you're in a commission-based job and you don't always make the sale. There's some disappointment at hand, right? So working in sales or being in sales, being a small business owner responsible for bringing sales into your company can leave you slightly paralyzed because a lot of the times that you're attempting to sell, you are in a position of being rejected. You're in a position of being told no more often than you hear yes. Humans, you, me, are naturally motivated when they feel accepted and understood. Do you see where these negative and positive emotions are coming in? So when we hear a yes and our customer's like, yes, let me exchange these dollars for this amazing product or service that you offer. When we hear that yes, we all of a sudden feel accepted and understood. So you may feel more valued and worthy when you hear yes, but when your buyer says no, you all of a sudden feel judged. You feel like a failure. You feel like they rejected you personally, right? You embrace this no as if this rejection was placed specifically on you. You emotionalize that, like you take it in. Listen, there is a healthy version and level of emotions to have in the sales process. So I'm not talking about those today. I'm talking about this fear of rejection, this fear of failure that can actually prevent you from asking for the money because you're scared of being told no, right? The fear of failure and disappointment ultimately stems from high expectations that can lead to anxiety about the potential of falling short. Like you don't want to fall short, therefore uh, you don't want to feel like a failure. You don't want to feel like a disappointment. So these you have these high expectations on yourself to, in a sense, hear a yes every single time. And when you don't, you begin feeling this anxiety and feeling like you're falling short of being able to do your job well. This is very important. Potential buyers and even your current customers almost always have objections. Think back to the few times that you've made an easy sell. Like the money came easy. They came to you and they were like, I want to buy this thing. You're like, okay, great. Here's the contractor. Okay, great. You know, you know, ching, 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 and you ring them right up, right? Like how often does that happen? It doesn't happen very often, right? Most of the time there's objections. And objections can be perceived as very intimidating because in your eyes, it challenges your knowledge and your confidence in your product or service that you're selling. But I actually think that objections are worth embracing. And I believe that because when your customer or your potential client has objections, it's actually an opportunity to clarify the value of the product or service that you're selling to maybe bring more education to your industry. And, and those things ultimately build a level of trust and authority. So if you can see objections from a little bit of a different light, I think that you can change your view on, on that being an, an intimidating part of the process versus an opportunity to continue to shed light and education and value on what you sell, which will build a bridge to a stronger relationship with that customer in the end. So overcoming sales anxiety is a real need. I mean, sales anxiety is is very, very real for, I'm going to say like 100% of people. Like nobody that's in a sales position, especially small business owners, are ever in a position of having to sell a product or service that doesn't experience some level of anxiety. But I do believe that you can overcome this anxiety in such a way that it's not running your life in business, okay? Closing sales and asking for money is 
a requirement for you succeeding in business, which also means that overcoming sales anxiety is maybe the most critical skill that you can cultivate right now as a small business owner. The sales department, or maybe that's you, maybe you are the sales department, if you're like a solopreneur or just, you know, a small entrepreneur, uh, maybe you work for a company that has a large sales team, whatever. The sales department is a place where rejection and objections and high pressure situations are the norm. And that makes it easy to succumb to anxiety and self-doubt, especially if you're working in this position day in and day out. But those who can conquer their sales anxiety not only greatly increase their chance of survival in business, but also find a renewed sense of confidence and purpose in their life. So I think it is worth investing in overcoming sales anxiety. So when sales anxiety rears its ugly head, I want you to do these three things ASAP. Are you ready? Number one, cut the emotions. <laughs> cut them. <laughs> Just cut it. Because your emotions are so personal and asking for the sale as it relates to your products or your services was never about you anyway. Do you see that, Ty? The emotions that you're experiencing are actually only about you. They have nothing to do with your customer. Cut those emotions, right? Because when you go to ask that customer for the money or ask them to buy that thing, it's not even about you. It's about helping them solve a problem in their lives with your product or service, okay? Number two, check your heart. Literally, check your heart. What is your motivation right now? Do you just want the money? Or are you truly passionate about how you impact your customer's life with your product or service? Because your motivations are gonna be very clear in the sales process. If you only want the money and you have no intentions of truly helping this person or building a relationship with this potential buyer, if you have no intentions to change their lives with your product or service, they're going to know your motivation. They might not be able to put a name on it. They're going to feel it in that sales process. How many of us have ever dealt with a dirty salesman? I will never forget. We stay, I'm sorry, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit with a little story. We stay at the Hilton True Hotels often. We have like one of their membership loyalty, I guess it's a loyalty program, right? Uh, so we stay there all the time. And so oftentimes I will call the hotel before we book because I can usually get a better deal in-house. And sometimes when I call ahead, I can actually get some extra bonus points. Or if I like do something specific or add something specific, I can get these extra bonus points towards my free rooms. Sometimes it's worth it, sometimes it's not. But I almost always find that it's worth it to call ahead of time because I'm usually saving money from the online prices that I'm finding. And it wasn't too long ago where they put me on the phone with a third party source that wanted to sell me this opportunity to get some hotel rooms for like $250 or something. I don't even remember, but the guy like literally irritated the crud out of me. I was like, great, that all sounds great. You know, if you book this today for like $249, you'll get three nights in a hotel, you know, which I can, yeah, that's a good deal when I stay at the Hilton True. If I can get three nights at the hotels for $250, it's a great deal. The catch was what they were really trying to sell was an opportunity to sit you down and talk to somebody about a timeshare. And I'm not interested. I'm not interested in a timeshare. I don't want anything to do with any of this. Y'all, I could not get this guy off the phone. I had to like hang up on the guy, okay? 
That is dirty sales. Your motive, you don't even care about me right now at all. And you are literally going to push and push and push and push and push until I give you my credit card number. Don't do that kind of sales. Check your heart. What is your motivation right now? Because if you truly sell a product or service that people love and that will change their lives, your customer is going to be able to feel that. So just check your heart. Remember, it's about your customer. It's not about you. And if you are changing their life, your motivation is going to be very clear. It's going to be for your customer. Number three. I went on a tangent there on number two, but number three. Transform your customers' lives. Shift your focus. Make the sales process all about impacting their life, changing their lives, helping them heal, experience something amazing, whatever it is that you are selling. What is the solution that your product or service has? Make that happen in their lives right now. Transform them. You are not just selling a product or a service, you're actually selling an experience that is going to be a solution to a problem that your customer has. Does that make sense? Number one, cut the emotions. Number two, check your heart. Number three, transform your customer's lives. It's all you need to do. If you do those three things, you just made sales easy. Really easy. You wanna know why? Because it wasn't even about you. You weren't internalizing everything and making it all about you anyway. And so when you cut all of that, asking for the money just got so easy. If you fail to make the offer out of fear of being offended or feeling like a failure or being disappointed, all you do is leave the door open for your competitor to step in and close the deal. Just remember that. If you're not gonna ask for, if you're not gonna make the offer, they'll go somewhere else and get it, especially if it's something they need. So by you not making the offer, you're leaving that on the table for them to go somewhere else because it turns out they still have this problem and they still need a solution. Okay, relationships. Let's talk about relationships. These are the foundations of sales. I think a lot of times sales feels kind of dirty to some people or sounds like a dirty word because it's like, you know, somebody comes to you and you're like, yeah, let me sell you this thing. Sure, give me your money. And then you're like shaking hands and walking away. And it really shouldn't be that way. I believe that the sales journey starts with relationships. Relationships is the very foundation of the sales process. Building relationships, networking, connecting, this is paramount to discovering who your target buyer is and interacting with your potential buyers as well. The competition in your market is super fierce. Your potential customer actually has unlimited choices when it comes to purchasing products and services just like yours. Like here, let me say it again. Your potential customer, like the one that you want to sell something to because you have a product or service that will solve their problem, that will make their lives better, that will transform them, like that that thing, they can go get it somewhere else. You are not the only one with the product or service. And just because you think yours is the best on the market means nothing. Just because yours is the cheapest means nothing, right? They can go anywhere. So the kind of relationship that I'm talking about is the one that understands the customer's needs and desires. As a small business owner, you're motivated by solving a problem for your customer. Your entire day is wrapped around how you are going to help somebody else with your product or service. If your entire day is about you, you're in business for all the wrong reasons. And you can probably see that reflected in your paycheck, right? Your main focus is transforming the lives of your customer. When your motives are driven by impacting lives, asking for the dang money is easy. If you don't ask for the money, you are going to prevent your customer from growing, from learning, from transforming, from healing, and all of the above. 
You are actually going to prevent that from happening. It's wrong, right? It's flat wrong to not ask for the money if you are selling to the right person, of course. So think about this. If you care about somebody and you love them or you really care about them or if you really care about your target buyer anyway, and you sell something that you know can make their life better, would you withhold that information from them? No, of course you wouldn't, right? Like, I feel like that's an easy question. Like, I feel like you're like, well, of course not, Deanna, I would never do that. But I want you to look back at all of the times that you did just that. How many times were you scared to talk about your offer? How many times were you scared to talk to a potential client or to talk to a potential customer because you were afraid? of failing. You are afraid of being rejected. You are afraid of being disappointed, right? But think about this. If you care about them enough, would you actually withhold information that could help them to grow or learn or transform or heal? Of course you wouldn't, but you've done it, right? All of us can look back at times that we failed to present an offer to a potential customer or a customer. We've done it. You failed to give a solution to your customer. So don't do that. Don't do it anymore, right? Successful small business owners sell solutions. Successful small business owners know that business is not just about asking for money. It's not just about selling a product or a service. It is literally about solving problems and transforming lives, whether that is your customer or your client or your staff or your community whatever that, or the world in general, whatever that is, it's about solving problems for people who have real life problems. Their problems are real life and what you create or what you know or how you interact through your offer is what's going to change their lives. Why would you withhold that, right? When customers feel heard and when they feel valued, when they feel supported, they are much more likely to make a purchase but you're still going to have to ask them to, to buy, right? Like there's this assumption that they're just going to know how to buy from you. They don't. There's this assumption that they know what you sell. They don't, right? Sometimes it's super obvious. Like, hey, I wrote this book. This book is great. Awesome. You should buy my book. Here's an Amazon link. Okay. That's not really what I'm talking about here. Sometimes it's easy to know what to buy, but don't make an assumption that I know what to buy. I mean, let's take books, for example. What if there's a whole series of them? Don't make it complicated for me to figure out which book to read first, right? Like make this so easy for me to know how to buy from you because I know that when I buy your product or service, my life is going to become better. Do you see how it becomes about me as the customer and it's no longer about you, but in the end, we both win, right? Not only are they much more likely to make a purchase, but when they enjoy your products or services, as you know that they're going to, they will become your brand advocates. They will become influencers for your products and services. They are going to start talking about your products or services to their friends, maybe sometimes online, sometimes at work, wherever, and you are gonna make more sales and impact more people because these people that you gave the offer to to begin with accepted your offer. You know, you asked them for the money. And when you asked them for the money, they got to experience this product or service. And now they're sharing that with their friends, their family, and other people that they know. So in short, here's what I'm trying to say. Stop beating around the freaking bush. Don't beat around the bush. I hate it. Um, I actually am experiencing a service right now that I desperately need. I won't say what it is or, or who it is. I'm experiencing this right now. It's a very large sum of money involved in this transaction. And in the last six months, I've made it nowhere, okay? So 
that means I'm actually looking for somewhere else to do business because this place that I'm doing business at right now or supposedly was doing business at right now has not even asked me to sign on the dotted line yet. And it's been six months and I've made multiple phone calls to find out how we're doing and where we're at. Well, six months later, I'm moving on because you have literally been beating around the bush. Your customer is looking for a solution to a problem. Your products and services offer a very clear and simple offer that's going to transform their lives. So ask for the money, ask for the money. The sales journey, like asking for the money isn't just about closing a deal and saying, yes, I got paid, right? It, it opens doors to long-term relationships with your customers. I am passionate when it comes to marketing and sales because I believe that these two areas of your business, uh, uh, every area is important. I know I can always say this is the most important, but marketing and sales are critical. Uh, if you're not marketing, you are not building authority in your space. And if you are not selling, you can't stay open because you have no money, right? And, and marketing allows you to reach your customers. Sales allow you to keep serving your customers. They are both so important. But I also know that marketing and sales can be the most difficult area of your business to grow. And it's hard because we don't all do it very naturally. We're not all natural salespeople, but I believe you can become one. I think if you are telling yourself that you were not born a salesperson, that's a myth anyway. I believe you can become one when you understand how to sell from the perspective of your buyer and solving their problems and helping them thrive and survive in life versus helping you collect a couple of dollars. Like if that's your mentality, you're not gonna sell a whole lot. But we do offer a two-day marketing and sales bootcamp here at Jumpstart Business Builders. It's very, very affordable. It's We can do this uh, bootcamp online. We can do it at our office. We can do it at your office. You can book these sessions individually. They are so affordable. It's so worth walking through this process. And if that's something that we can help you with, we would love to help you come in with our marketing and sales bootcamp and get your marketing and your sales refined in your company so that you can start reaching your clients and start converting those clients to actual revenue in your business. Happens to be what we're very passionate about and that's what we would love to help you do. You can visit jumpstartbb.com, click on coaching and you'll find our marketing and sales bootcamp there. We also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching services as well as group coaching services. So we have so many different ways that we can help you continue to grow in this area. But don't forget, we also offer free resources on our website at jumpstartbb.com through our blog and of course, right here on our podcast. Hey, if you are enjoying our podcast, we're on like episode number 24 now. Would you just take a few minutes to drop a review for us? We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear ways that we can improve and, and maybe things that you would like to learn about. We have worked out a schedule and things we'd like to bring to you over the next year. Starting next year, we'll begin interviews and starting to talk to other companies and other business owners to start bringing a level of emphasis to all of these topics that we talk about. But we'd love to hear from you too, because if there are specific things that you want to hear about or learn about, we are happy to bring those to the podcast. So please drop us a review below, whether you're listening on Google, Spotify, or Apple, uh, drop those reviews for us. We would love to hear from you. Guys, again, my name is Deanna. I am your business coach at Jumpstart Business Builders. It is a pleasure being here with you again this week to talk about sales. And I look forward to seeing you all again next week. Have a blessed week. See you soon. Thank you for tuning into today's session. I am thankful for small business owners just like you that have a heart to change the world with your products and services. For more support in your business ventures, visit jumpstartbb.com. 
As always, I hope you have identified something that you can implement right away to take your business to the next level. Until next time, signing off, your coach, Deanna.